sanctification, the navigation and the walking process of our faith journey is sanctification, and our destination is glorification. So this morning we'll be focusing on the passage of Philippians 3, verses 9 through 11, and I'll also be referencing a book called An Infinite Journey. Um, This book is written by Andrew Davis, and I've been reading this the past three weeks as I've been preparing for the sermon. Um, Surprisingly, I would recommend this book, and I say that surprisingly because if any of you know me, I do not like to read, and I'd rather do pretty much anything else than read. But this book has really been able to grab my attention, and it really goes in-depth about what we'll be talking about this morning. So uh, we're going to get started. So as we mentioned, um, every, every journey has a beginning. And our faith journey's beginning is a process of justification. As defined in an infinite journey, justification is a process of being made righteous in the sight of God. In other words, justification, justification is, a, is as if we had never sinned. And so, um, justification is only possible because of the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus' death on the cross for our sins eliminate the gap that was created by sin that separated us from God and disabled us from having a personal relationship with him. So let's look in to why and when justification happens in our life. So if you would turn to Philippians chapter 3, verses 8 and 9 with me. So here it is. Philippians 3. Verses 8 and 9. What is more, I consider everything a loss compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. So as we see here in verse 9, it says, Not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. So here, we see that our righteousness does not come from the law. In other words, it it doesn't come from good deeds. We can't do enough good deeds to earn our righteousness, but rather our righteousness is given to us by Jesus Christ because of his death on the cross. And it's by faith alone that we receive this righteousness. And unfortunately, I believe a lot of people think that we're able to earn our righteousness. But as we see, it's by faith alone that we are given this righteousness. So even if we look back at verse 8, Paul says that everything is considered rubbish when compared to knowing Jesus Christ. And I think that's so powerful. Paul is saying that all his accomplishments, all the possessions, everything is, com- is considered rubbish compared to knowing Christ. Additionally, I think it's important as we talk about um, the beginning of our faith journey to realize that everyone's faith journey begins at different points. Some people begin their faith journey when they're seven years old, and some people begin their faith journey when they're 57 years old. But it's important to realize that everyone's faith journey begins with the process of justification by putting their faith alone in Jesus Christ. So that that wraps up the beginning of our faith journey, the justification process. Now I'd like to move on to the process that a lot of us are in right now, and that's the process of sanctification. Sanctification, as defined in an infinite journey, is the internal journey of gradual growth into Christ-likeness. In other words, sanctification is the process of becoming more like Christ. And I think it's important for us to realize we will never be able to be fully like Christ, but God has equipped us with the Holy Spirit that allows us to become more like him. The Holy Spirit could be considered our GPS of our journey. It helps guide us to our destination. So if you would, please look at Philippians 3, verse 10. It says, I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection, participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in his death. 
So here Paul is saying, Paul, the author of Philippians, describes the process of sanctification by saying he wants to know Christ, he wants to know the power of his resurrection, he wants to participate in Christ's suffering and become like Christ in his death and resurrection. So here when it says knowing Christ, I believe it's more than saying just knowing who Christ is. I think it means also becoming and growing toward Christ. And I think for us to be able to grow and become more like Christ, as Christ followers, it's essential for us to do two things. The first thing, I believe it's important for us to feed ourselves spiritually. Now, being a teenage boy, I love food, and I can eat a lot of it. And just as it is crucial for us to feed ourselves so we can grow physically, it's crucial for us to feed ourselves spiritually so we can grow spiritually. And we can look at feeding ourselves spiritually as consuming calories. Now, consuming calories is really a good thing. It helps give us fuel and energy. And so a few ways I believe we can consume calories, if you will, is by studying the Bible. And I'm not talking about just reading the Bible to check it off your box, but I'm talking about really taking the time to read and study the Bible so you can learn and understand it. Additionally, as Christ followers, I believe we should have a community of believers that we surround ourselves with. This is important so we can encourage one another and spur each other on in our faith, but also keep each other accountable. I also believe it's important for us to pray to feed ourselves spiritually. Now, I believe prayer is a powerful thing. If you think about it, prayer is us talking to God, the God that created us to have a personal relationship with him. And if he created us to have a relationship with him, part of that relationship is communicating and talking to him. Secondly, I believe as Christ followers, as we continue our process of sanctification, we are called to action. We've all seen Weight Watchers commercials, so we know that consuming too many calories and not burning them off is a bad thing. So just like in real life, we need to stay in good shape, and by doing that, we burn calories. The same is for us spiritually. We must burn spiritual calories, if you will, to stay in good shape. And the way we can burn these calories is we are called to action. And that action we are called to is um, to share the gospel. And we can see that through the Great Commission. The Great Commission was Jesus' last command before descending back into heaven. And the Great Commission in Matthew 28, verses 19 through 20 says, Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end. So in this passage, Jesus is telling his disciples, go and make disciples of all nations. In other words, go into the world and share the gospel. Because we can't make disciples of Christ without sharing the good news of Christ. And so feeding ourselves spiritually helps equip us and helps train us so we can share the gospel. And also, God has given us the gift of the Holy Spirit, which will guide us and help us share the gospel as well. One quote I really like says, We are called to be in the world, but not of the world. Let me say that one, one more time. We are called to be in the world, but not of the world. I absolutely love this quote. And I love this quote for a few reasons. Um, the first reason I love this quote is because I believe sometimes as Christ followers, we're too concerned with becoming of the world that we isolate ourselves from unbelievers. And by doing this, we are unable to share the good news of Christ. But I also believe it's, we must be careful um, when we're un with unbelievers. But I believe it is essential for us to build relationships and friendships with unbelievers so we can share the gospel and advance the kingdom of God. Also, I believe... Not all of us are called to leave the country to be missionaries, but I believe all of us are called to be powerfully present missionaries within the communities that God has placed us. Um, for example, I, I can say some of the best gospel conversations I've had have happened in the Midland High weight room. That's right, a weight room. So if we are obedient to God 
and take advantage of the opportunities he gives us. It doesn't matter where we are. God will provide opportunities to share the gospel. I'm going to take a little drink break here. All right. So the final process of sanctification that I believe we should look at is something that Christians and everybody in general normally doesn't like. And uh, so to see this, we're going to look at Philippians uh, chapter 3, verse 10 again. It says, I want to know Christ, yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings, becoming like him in death. Let me point out one thing, participation in his sufferings. Here Paul is saying he wants to experience the sufferings that Christ experienced. Now this doesn't mean that we may be crucified, but it means that God will place sufferings in our life whether we like it or not. But let me encourage you with this. God doesn't just randomly and for no reason place sufferings and trials in our lives. He places sufferings in our lives to draw us closer to him, to help us grow, and to help us become more like him. Um, so for example, I can um, share some suffering that I had in my life just three Sundays ago. Um, I had a seizure. I'd never had a seizure before. I'd never had any medical issues that would raise concern for this. Um, and I've had a CAT scan and an EEG test, and the doctors don't know why I had a seizure. But I know that God purposely placed that event in my life to draw me closer to him and help me become more like him. And so now that wraps up the process of sanctification, which we are in now. And so um, I think it's important for us to realize that sanctification is the process of becoming more like Christ. And to be able to do that, God has equipped us with the Holy Spirit. But also we must pull our fair share. And so we must feed ourselves spiritually and also share the gospel. So now, just like every journey uh, has a destination, so does our faith journey. But because our life with Jesus is eternal... We don't have an end. We have a destination. So our destination, um, when we reach that, when our life here on earth is over, um, we will be in heaven with Christ in our glorified and resurrected bodies, and we'll be free from the presence and power of sin for all eternity. Just like our justification happens immediately, so does our process of glorification. Um, uh, And so, just like someone may try to explain to you the beauty of the Grand Canyon, there's no way for us to fully comprehend and know that beauty until we experience it for ourselves. And that's just like when we reach heaven and go through the process of glorification. We can't fully comprehend the beauty and the glory of it until we experience it for ourselves. And I think knowing that we have a destination should encourage us whenever God puts trials or suffering in our lives. And that should be an encouragement to us. And so I hope um, this morning you have really been encouraged. And I want to thank you for going on this journey with me this morning. And I would like to um, wrap up this message on justification, sanctification, and glorification by ending by reading Philippians 3, verses 12 through 14. Not that I have already attained all this or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So now, since it's uh, Youth Sunday and we like to mix things up a little bit, I will actually be inviting Kelsey to stage to close this message by leading us in a prayer response.
Hello, I am Kelsey Wenz, and I have the privilege of leading the congregation in a responsive prayer to the message that we just heard. Thank you, Alex, for bringing that message. It was great. Um, I'm going to take. I'm going to open up in prayer, and then uh, give a moment of silence to pray for sanctification, and that we would have the desire to want to be more like Jesus. And then I'll give a, another moment of silence to pray that we would have the desire to want to spread um, Jesus' love to people around us, and then I'll close it out. So if you bow your heads and pray with me. Lord, I pray that we would just want to know you more and have a hunger for you and want to be closer to you daily. And Lord, I pray that um, as we go about our day, that you would be the sole priority of our life and that others around us would know that you're the priority of our lives and that um, we would want to share your love with those around us. Thank you, Lord, for just being so loving and giving us the opportunity to spend eternal life with you in heaven. Amen. Please stand with us as we continue to sing.